The Ottawa Police Force removes name tags and badge numbers from the uniforms, and these are the people that are calling us Nazis. Freedom Convoy with 38,000 participants are headed to D.C. That is what is being reported, and Texas uh, declares that puberty blockers are considered child abuse under Texas law. Waiting to all this and more in just one second. If you guys can, please drop this video a like, subscribe to the notifications on new video every single day. If you can, listen to the full episode of the show, the Joey Saladino Show on all the podcast apps. Go there right now and click that subscribe button on all the podcast apps. Let's get right into this. You're literally the last thing holding us from having our freedoms back. You are the last fucking thing that's blocking us from freedom. Stop hindering us, man. We want our freedoms. Once we give them up, that's it. We'll never get them back. It takes broken promises to get people into communism and a revolution to get them out. And I trust you, man. Trust me. So this is footage of the, so let's see, Trudeau's uh, police service officers removed their identity name tags and badge numbers from their uniforms in Ottawa. So let, we're going to read exactly what's going on. But before I read what's going on, obviously you know the gist of what's going on. This is quite literally coming from the people just yesterday. One of the, the liberals in the Canadian parliament or whatever they call it over there said that honk honk was code for Hail Hitler. Meanwhile, they're removing name tags and badge numbers from their police officers as they try to stop peaceful protests. You know, hey, I'm not drawing any correlations here, but it seems to me that they're deflecting completely. So on February 17th, CBS reported that the Quebec's Provenal Police Force SQ was deployed in Ottawa in order to help clear protesters. Someone tweeted out saying this is actually ter terrifying. Now, m imagine if it was the police officers that were trying to stop the riots of BLM didn't have their name tags. Oh, my gosh. Remember when there was, un there was uh, undercover officers were going around and arresting people at the BLM riots? And people were going crazy. Like, this is Trump's Nazi army coming through and arresting poor, innocent black people. Meanwhile, they're arresting actual criminals and they were undercover, yada, yada, yada. So now videos have surfaced on Twitter to the ledge that the officer standing in front of the protesters wearing riot gear. However, one thing has changed. The officer wears no name tags or badge numbers on their uniforms. The tags have been all removed and maintained to be anonymous. Uh, this terrifying move comes after Canadian Mounted Police trampled an elderly woman uh, with a walker last week assaulted an elderly man for honking in town and illegally seized fuel from protesters. Now officers are able to do whatever they like, uh, whenever they like, without any accountability whatsoever. Their long face shields hide any identifiable characteristics from video cameras, and without names or badge numbers, there's no way to identify a law-breaking officer. This appears to come just at the Parliament voted to extend the Federal Emergencies Act for 30 additional days and vote tallies out 158 to 151 in favor of the expansion. Uh, they scream, we love Canada for all of her people. Someone posted out. Uh, this act effectively demolishes due process in Canada. Citizens are being punished arbitrarily without a trial or conviction or court approval for 30 days, 30 more days. Trudeau will be able to act as a dictator squashing the civil liberties of his subjects. 
And guess what? They're probably going to keep expanding it and expanding it and expanding it and expanding it until the protesters go home. And the protesters will probably not go home. And the Democrats will probably not back down because why on earth would they ever grant their citizens their freedoms back? Why? They just don't. And Democrats will will never admit that they are wrong. Ever in a gajillion years, they'll never backtrack. I mean, we've seen this happen in Michigan with tens of thousands of people. I think it was over hundreds of thousands of people showed up in Michigan to end the mandates. And guess what happens? The mandates get expanded. So a freedom convoy with 38,000 participants head for D.C. Now, this is what's being alleged. And apparently, there's also going to be over 1,000 trucks heading from California to D.C. Now, let's read. Let's read into the full story. Let's see what's going on. So Breitbart reported that the trucker convoy, similar to the one seen in Canada, is headed from Los Angeles to Washington, D.C. in order to protest the COVID-19 restrictions. Allegedly, the convoy has more than 38,000 participants. Tom Fitton tweeted out, uh, America's People's Convoy gets ready to roll out. 1,000 trucks begin the 11-day drive from California to D.C. today to protest COVID masks uh, and vaccine mandates. This doesn't need to happen, the president said. Mandates are over. Uh, the state of the emergency is over. Let's get back to the uh, to the world and let's do our thing. We're not going. We're then we're not even coming. An organizer named okay, whatever. Uh, so basically they, they just want everything, everything to possibly return to normal and newsflash, guess what? The Democrats are not going to do any of that. And and I'm very curious to see how this is going to end because what, what will end up happening is if these truckers do show up to DC and they do park their vehicles in DC, just like what's happening in Canada, the Democrats will not back down. They'll be like, okay, we're going to put in a tyrannical order in. Okay, we're going to do this. We're going to try to get you out. Oh, we're going to name you all terrorists. You're all terrorists now. We're going to shut all your bank accounts down. We're going to do this, blah, blah, blah. And all that stuff is going to happen. And what could be the net benefit to come from that? The net benefit that could come from that is that people who are on the fence on the issues might be like, you know what? Democrats are taking it too far. I'm never going to vote for them ever again. That can be possibly the only net benefit that can come from this. I guess the negative that would come from this is obviously all the systems at B will be out to try to squash us as much as possible. We'll get mass banned on the internet. You know, they'll come for our bank accounts. You know, there'll be a lot of hardships that come from it. And I highly doubt any of the mandates will come to an end as a result of these protests. But that's the thing is it, it, there is a double-edged sword here. It's like at the same time you want to show up to show show your support and show all those things and you know make a big stand like you, you kind of need to do that but at the same time you know the negative repercussions to come from it but at the same time you know some of the positives and and and, and it's kind of tough. I mean I'm just speaking out loud here so maybe you guys can help formulate. One person made a really good comment yesterday saying, "I hope they don't go." Because it might actually just create more problems than benefit. And I think there is a point to be made there. It's a difficult decision. Either way, I would say there's points to be made on either side. Someone said, bringing in the National Guard in D.C. for the convoy for freedom, these tyrants in power are pathetic. Uh, Pentagon expected to okay National Guard for D.C. truck convoys. Listen, listen, listen. I don't think that's pathetic, okay, at all. Like, let's just be real here. Like, let, let's, let's just be a little bit honest here. If a thousand trucks are heading into the Capitol and they're planning to park outside the White House, a thousand trucks and tens of thousands of people, you know what? Even if it's going to be completely peaceful, it's still good to at least have those precautions in play. 
Because if those truckers really wanted to, if those truckers really wanted to, you know, they can do an incredible amount of damage, like physically. I do not advocate for that, nor do I think that's even what's going to happen or even come close to it. But, you know, I don't blame them for acting on the side of caution in that in that scenario. You know, if you're going to be, like, just think about that for a second. If you're going to be parking a thousand trucks around the White House or any Capitol building, you know, hey, you know, maybe it's best to take some form of precaution. So just going to give them the benefit of the doubt there. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Uh, one of the quotes from someone says, we have to get attention in the most peaceful way. This is our way of doing it. We do not want to stop businesses from being able to open and people from being able to get to work and school. No, we, we don't want to cause this uh, at all, which is why we're telling the president ahead of time to end this now. We don't even have to come, he added. So he's, he's pretty much saying, it's like, let's just cut to the chase. Like, we won't waste your time. Don't waste our time. Let's just cut to the chase. So the organizer... Uh, so uh, the organizer is an owner of a gym in Maryland. He alleges that the mandates placed on the businesses nearly caused him to lose all uh, that he worked to achieve. Americans have arrived at a point where they feel like their restrictions do not end now, that they'll, uh, they'll never end. Life as a business owner, laborer, or even as a student has been miserable over the last two years. And this is, guess, this is, why, this is why socialists love lockdowns. Because it drives all the hard-working small business owners out of business. Socialists love lockdowns. They see it as, let's lock down more. Let's run more small businesses out of business. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. You guys will be losers just like us. That's why these socialists all have to band together to get things done. It makes themselves feel powerful because they're all a bunch of losers at the end of the day. So they see it as a way to equalize the economic scale. Whereas hard workers and entrepreneurs get knocked down a peg. While I guess socialists get checks to send to them in the mail, which ups them a peg. It's their way of trying to equal things out. But meanwhile, multi-billion dollar corporations are just moving in and becoming more and more powerful, increasing, increasing the divide of the regular everyday people and these big corporate establishment elites. And, you know, good job, socialists. Good fucking job. So Ken Paxson says that puberty, he declared that puberty blockers and sex change operations on children is considered child abuse under Texas law. Now, I let, do you guys agree with this? Because I think this is a pretty good thing. So Texas Attorney General declared on Monday that sex change procedures and prescriptions of puberty blockers to children should be considered child abuse under state law. He tweeted out sex change. Okay, we said the same thing. These procedures are a monstrous, monstrous, uh, monstrous and tragic. Uh, I'll do everything I can to protect those who take advantage and harm the uh, young Texans. Now, listen, it's a fact that many, 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 many people who do some transition early on end up completely regretting it, okay? If you're an older person and you're an adult and you want to do whatever you want to your body, like, go ahead, do it. I don't give a damn. But I guess this is about more protecting the children and the indefensible because there are a lot of crazy parents out there. And hey, you can be on the LGBT plus side and still agree with this, okay? There are many crazy parents out there who want their children to be part of that crew so they can take victim points. And South Park did a pretty good episode on that when uh, two of the kids turned out to be gay or whatever, and the parents were like kind of like, everyone was kind of in support of it because of all the positive attention that they were getting as a result of it. But they actually, kids didn't even like each other. Uh, so certain procedures done on minors, such as, uh, you know, the stuff with the generals using tissue from other body parts, fabricating of another, okay, whatever, we get that. Um, 
let's see. There is no doubt that these procedures are abuse under Texas law and thus be halted. The Texas Department of Family and Protective Services have a responsibility to act accordingly. I'll do everything I can to protect those who take advantage of and harm young Texans. His opinion is that the child is fun- has a fundamental right to procreate, and if that child is sterilized before the age it reaches where consent can be properly given, child abuse is certainly present. I mean, it makes sense completely. In recent years, a fierce debate has existed over whether or not puberty blockers cause uh, sustainably long-term harm to a child who uses them. Some allege that puberty happens like normal once the drug is done being used. Paxton believes he's found the truth. Paxton also claims that the slew Uh, Of other side effects may come as a result of puberty blockers being used on children. These side effects include increased risk of cancer, stroke, and blah, 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 a bunch of of stuff, and serious mental health issues. Uh, If true, the fact that any parent would allow their child to incur such severe risk to their health is astonishing. According to Paxson, these practices fall under the definition of abuse outlined in the Texas Family Code. Okay. And here's the thing. It's like, I'm no parent, nor do I have a kid that thinks... They're a different gender than they were born to. The very last thing you would want to do is give in to those, your child's, I guess, demands of such. Because a lot of the stuff that could be done could be irreversible or have irreversible long-term harm and damage. Your number one main concern should be, let's, let, let's fix what's going on in my child's head right now. Let's teach my child to be happy with who they are, no matter what. Will getting a pair of tits make this person happy? If gender is a social construct, if none of it means anything, then why are you conforming to what is seen as a traditional form of the gender norms? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all. And that's what I would be focusing on. And who knows? Like, it's, it definitely is a very difficult situation that some parents are throwing in with this stuff. But hey, take it from me. I'm no expert. I don't think that doing irreversible damage to your child over what is actually, I mean, I don't want to be offensive here, is a delusion in the brain. Do not think that that's right. And I'm not trying to be offensive to people. Like That's just, that's just what it is. And if you're an older person and that's what you want to do, then go for it. I'll support you. Whatever you want to do, yas, queen, and all, all the above, Like do what you want. It's totally fine. Just do not push that stuff to the people uh, who are young, who cannot consent to things, who do not maybe know that's what they want to do in life. Who knows? In a year, that switch might be flipped when puberty actually starts. There's a lot of factors and variables in it. And there's a lot of people out there who went through these operations and these hormone replacements that come out and will have this same exact opinion because they'll, they'll say this is not good this is you know whatever you guys get it. anyway guys thank you for watching please drop this video like subscribe to the notifications on new videos single day if you can listen to the flips of the show the joey saladino show and all the podcast apps if you guys can go there right now click that subscribe button it's the only way this show can grow is if you guys click all the engagement buttons it's completely free to do so thank you guys so much for watching listening peace out